Hello and welcome to The Buzz, a bank automation news podcast. My name is Brian Stone and I'm the associate editor at Bank Automation News. Joining me today is Antonio Soares, co-founder and CEO at Doc. Antonio discusses what banks can learn from embedded finance companies, why these companies may have better relationships with customers than banks do, and the ways embedded finance companies can assist with financial inclusion around the globe. I do believe, uh, I believe uh, every time that you talk about payments, so this is not more an exclusive thing from traditional companies like banks. So nowadays with all technology and all regulation and all the legislation in every country advancing uh, to democratize payments, so this is turning very easy and and more less complex to deliver payments in any kind of company. So if you look for Brazil, uh, you have like instant payments uh, promoted by central bank. In general, country regulators are looking to promote this competitiveness and embedded finance is the best way to deliver payments and delivery banking to the, the final customer. Is financial inclusion through embedded finance something that is sort of an international, I guess, priority, or are there areas of the U.S. that are still included in that? Uh, I think, look, embedded finance has made it possible for companies, regardless of size, area, or segment, to offer financial services. So this includes any company in any world, any place in the world. Uh, I think the best point here is these companies, they really know their final customers, the retailers, restaurants, the sales directed companies, they, they know their customers. So basically, uh, I do believe that this is a phenomenon that is, of course, when you look at Latin America, you have less financial inclusion. So there is more uh more latent opportunity in Latin America, but I do believe that is something that is applicable not only for Latin America, but other geographies like US or Europe. In general, um, banks can tend to have very formal relationships with their customers. In what ways is embedded finance sort of different from that? I think embedded finance, so when you have like a retailer or when you have a, a company that knows your business, if you're a, a farmer, if you were a, a small business, a small restaurant, and you have our, your beverage company that knows you better than your bank. So basically, banks will be part of the ecosystem because they, they know how to land in, they know how to give credit, they have all the structure and all the regulation. But I do believe that this will be more uh, uh, a kind of triad relationship. You have a company that is embedded finance from a lot of companies, not only banks, but uh, insurance companies or other services that fits in their final client. So what can embedded finance companies do to build trust? Um, specifically, you know, if you want to speak to this, that maybe a, uh, a bank can't. Uh, I think uh, if we look for uh, a customer of a retailer, so uh, this retailer, they know you better than your bank. 
So they know exactly uh, how many times you go to their stores, what you're buying, etc. And when you, with this data, it's possible to understand how that customer use financial products and offer customized products for for them. So this is this proximity is a strength to do business and retain customers. This is the main difference between someone that is in the field together with the together with the customer. That's someone that is building product for for the customer. So basically, uh, I do believe that this proximity is is a strength to do business and becoming increasingly part of their customers' lives. So that's why I do believe that embedded finance will deliver better services for the final customer. Is there a company or maybe a, a couple of companies that you see taking the leap uh, in either the, you know, the embedded finance space that currently isn't, you know, one of the large players? Uh, I, I think the, the, the most common of embedded finance nowadays, uh, we, we can talk about retailers. So they, they are creating their own wallets and their own means of payments or uh, also internal uh, payments. And they, in some cases, they create a kind of uh, their own currency. And I do believe that now uh, the consumer goods industry will start to to look for embedded finance as a great opportunity, not only for operational efficiency, but also to understand more their final clients. So do you think we'll ever get to a stage where, let's say an embedded finance company has a larger contingent of trust from their customers versus say, you know, you can use a bank of any size. You can look at the the largest ones. You can look at a, a midsize. You can look at a credit, local credit union. Do you think we're ever going to get to a stage where the embedded finance company has more trust from their customers than, say, like a bank would? Yeah, I do believe it. You mentioned like the the credit co-op. So if you look for these segments and you put someone that knows exactly about their business, like agriculture or restaurants or retailers, this is because you have someone that is speaking their language. You have someone that knows their real business problem uh, and someone that is aligned with their business. Basically, when you do embedded finance, there is uh, a very interesting difference here between traditional financial services product. When you create financial services product like a credit card or a loan, you are looking for product profitability. When you're delivering embedded finance, you're looking for increased efficiency of your client business. How to make my client business sell more? How to make my client business be more efficient? So this will build more uh, trust. And embedded finance are not, companies are, are not, just plug in in just one bank. They they can offer service from two, three, four banks and all the companies that they, they want. Actually, they're always looking for the best service for their client. Do you feel like customers maybe in the future will feel that they have, I guess, a closer, maybe, maybe not one-on-one, but a closer 
relationship than they would at, say, like a large financial institution, for example? Yes, I, I do believe in this. Uh, actually, I think we we had we had this movement from if you go back, remember the relationship that everyone has with their banks, with their manager banks, because it, it was someone that you you trust. And now that you digitalize uh, all the banks, you don't have someone that the, that person, your manager uh, in the branch and etc. And people look for this trust relationship. And of course, this model does not work anymore because it's not possible to have a lot of branches, a lot of managers. And embedded finance will bring it back in another way because you have someone that it's a kind of small, he can treat you as with a lot of a specific, with a lot of a individualization. And that's, I do believe that in the future, the majority of the relationship, the banking relationship, will be with a, a embedded finance companies. When you look for geographies like Latin America, where financial services are not so penetrated in the population, embedded finance is a way to speed up financial inclusion in those regions. And not only financial inclusion, but also deliver more uh, right credit for people that want to, to start their business, that want to, to create something, that want to create value. I, I, I really do believe that embedded finance uh, could change the world. You've been listening to The Buzz, a bank automation news podcast. Please follow us on Twitter and LinkedIn. And as a reminder, you can rate this podcast on your platform of choice. Be sure to visit us at bankautomationnews.com.